I really do believe the shift towards self-care, self-love, and everything along those lines is absolutely fantastic. But just like anything, there's always an ability to go too far. And I'll be honest, I think a lot of people may have taken it just that little bit too far and sometimes it might be too easy on themselves. And based on the shift that we're seeing in society at the moment, this isn't a popular thing to be saying. The popular narrative is, you know, just take it easy on yourself, opt for balance as much as possible. And the grind and hustle culture is, you know, taking a bit of a backseat. But to be honest, I think both ends of the spectrum are pretty extreme. And I think what we need to do is find somewhere in the middle and also appreciate where our circumstances are at. And when it comes to achieving big goals, you're not going to achieve them by just doing things when you feel like doing them. It will be hard. You will have to do things that you don't want to do and you will have to stay consistent when your mind and body is telling you to stop. For me, this has been true in all of the significant things I've achieved in my life. And yet these days, that type of mentality is frowned upon. And yes, too much of it might lead to burnout and everything along those lines. But let's not hide the fact that this is actually very powerful. And if you're not achieving your goals because of missed sessions and slacking on your nutrition, maybe a little bit of that is missing in your life. And I think that at least it's worth considering. So I think being able to do things that you don't want to do is a very, very valuable skill. And I would rather attain it and not use it than not even know how to do it at all. So if you do want to learn how to, I want to give you my five best tips to make this happen. So number one, make the task that you need to do as easy as possible and reduce all potential barriers. Quite often, the most hard thing about doing the things that we need to do is actually getting started. So we really, really need to make it as frictionless as possible. Let's say we want to go out for a run in the morning. Let's consider all the things that could be done in advance just to get you in that mode of thinking. Let's start by doing all the chores the night before that could potentially stop you in the morning. If you see that pile of dirty dishes or dirty laundry, maybe you'll be more tempted to handle that because you might not get time later. So address that the night before. A super important one is going to be to get to sleep on time. Next one is set your alarm for a time that allows you to have sufficient time to get in that run. Then put your alarm on the other side of the room so you actually have to get out of bed in order to turn it off. And when you do turn it off, what's below you? Your running t-shirt, your shorts, your shoes, your socks, your underwear, everything that you need is going to be all laid out in front of you to set you up for success. Next step is to get dressed as quickly as possible and get those lights on. Turn them on so there's no way that you're getting back into bed. And then finally, have your water bottle by the door so you can leave as soon as you reach the door. There's nothing else to grab. There's no other rooms to enter. So you might think that sounds like a lot just to go for a run, but you won't need many reasons not to go for that run in the morning. So the more you can eliminate these reasons and these distractions and the easier it is to get out of the door, the much more likely you are to go. So number two is put it in your calendar. I wish I didn't have to mention this anymore, but if you have the ability to create a consistent slot in your diary for when you're training, your cardio, or whatever it is that you want to achieve, put it in there. Our minds and our bodies will learn to expect what's coming and will be much more ready to transition into whatever it is that we're doing when that time comes. I really wish I knew the stat on how much more likely you're going to do something if it's scheduled in. I'd probably say that you are 60% more likely at the very least. So give yourself that edge. The next one on my list might surprise you, but it is to meditate. Elliot, meditate? What are you talking about? So let me tell you what stops you about nine out of 10 times when it comes to doing the things that you know you should be doing. It's your mind. It's the voices in your head telling you to stay in that warm bed, to take it easy, to tell you, oh, it's Christmas, just relax, you know, you've been working so hard. The best way that I personally know to quieten your mind and to understand that you are not your thoughts and be able to move through them is meditation. The more metacognition you have, the more you can be the observer of your thoughts and the easier it is to realize that you're not them 
and to actually make things happen. Number four is to create solid connections and identify where you do this in other areas of your life. Doing the laundry equals clean clothes and not smelling bad. Brushing your teeth equals good dental hygiene and not having bad breath. Paying bills equals having a roof over your head and avoiding fines and penalties. If we know the reason why we're doing something and we heavily connect with it, it's a lot easier to make it happen. If you don't particularly enjoy exercising, but you know that it's essential to your goal of living to see your grandchildren and having a great quality of life whilst doing it, it turns from exercise just makes me hot, sweaty, and in pain to this is actually helping my body be healthy and strong so I can run around with my future grandkids and walk my daughter down the aisle. Whilst doing a set of lunges, this may not be apparent, but the reality is is that each step you take is genuinely facilitating this. And the more that it's ingrained into your mind, the easier it is to do. So if you're not creating those connections and you're not being vivid about them either, be as vivid as possible, as vivid as you need to be to remind you of the importance of what you need to do. Number five is to get consistent. You all know I was gonna say that. We are what we repeatedly do. If you get good at showing up to the gym at 6 p.m. three times a week, it will start to feel uncharacteristic and unusual anytime that you don't. People may even ask, why are you not going to the gym? When are you going to the gym? If you missed your session today, are you taking a rest day? The more you do something, the easier it becomes to do. And if you start to identify with a person who shows up for their session regularly and other people do as well, it becomes so much easier and you'll gain a psychological win each time you do go. And as I mentioned, others will associate you with that and that creates even more accountability. So those are five solid ways in which you can get yourself to do more of the things that you know that you should be doing. There is a time for balance. There is a time for taking it easy. There is a time for taking your foot off the gas. If you've got goals to reach and you're slacking off too much, then maybe it's worth considering implementing a few of these. So I hope this helps team. Take care and I'll speak with you all tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.